outreaching. We are building. We are GPC. Come on, somebody. Good to see everybody this morning. Thank you so much for that, um, that applause. And I want to do something um, before we get going into the message. And how many enjoying this space? Uh, the guys, first service, I cried. I almost didn't get through it. So, but because it's been a, a, a fantastic journey. But I, there's a few people I want to really thank. Um, our worship team, can we give them a hand? Our, our amazing tech team, give them a hand. And there's, there's one superstar, I'm not sure if he's here. Where, where's Christian? Christian, you here? Is he in the back doing his thing? Probably checking something else out. Christian is our technical expert. And come on. And he might be asleep right now because he's been up there all night putting this all together for us and putting this thing together. So it's been amazing work. And the only guy, everyone who's been given, thank you so much for what you do. It's just been an amazing ride. It's still going. Um, at this time, before I even start, what I'm going to get into about our new series, Exponential. This, I have some ushers. They're going to hand out some documentation to you. Um, they'll make it clear. If you're a guest here, this is, our very, this is our very first service back after being gone four weeks. And a year ago at this time, we kicked off a, a, a campaign called Generations. And the whole idea of Generations was to get, and we want our, our mission, our vision is to reach people and build community. And what we wanted to do is actually increase our reach and also increase our capacity to build community. And that, ent that entailed um, building renovations and adding key staff so we can increase our reach in our community. And it's been over, it's a two-year journey, uh, and it's also the price that we put on that was going to be $200,000, uh, and then we're going to unpack that today. But I'm here to tell you this is one of the first phases that we had on those things that you're seeing. That's just a uh, little paperwork for you to see. It's a uh, pamphlet let you know where we are, and I'll tell you exactly where God took us, where he's going to take us next. And also there's some information that we can all gather in uh, at the end of the service, how we can all contribute and how we can also have a hand in this campaign. So, but God has been amazing to us and what he's been doing. Um, and you can see the results of that um, is overwhelming because if you've been here, I've been here over 20 years. And when you come in and you see a building completely for the same way for 20 years and you see this completely transformed before your eyes uh, to your commitment and God's amazing uh, work. Amen. So if you guys have that, um, again, our theme for our uh, series, our theme for our um, campaign was we use Psalms 145.4. It says, one generation shall commend your works to another and shall, declare, and shall declare your mighty acts. And the reason why we use that, because we are a church that want to be around 100 plus years. And we receive at my age, I want to be the one that's able to share the next to the next generation to the next generation. So, and I get the opportunity of being here 22 years watching those kids that were in children's church, watching those kids who went up to uh, youth, and then from youth they came here to uh, lead us in worship. And there's nothing like that, because when we take, when I lay down, this church is going to continue to go. And we want to build space. And we also want, we don't want to leave them any debt, which we're able to pay off this church in 2016. Come on, somebody. And now we have 21,000 square feet to do what God calls us to do, debt-free. And we're trying to do this campaign debt-free, and we're believing God. He's going he's to come through on that. So that's what we're talking about. We want to uh, commend the works to the next generation. We want to declare his mighty acts. And this is a mighty act. 
This is a mighty act of what God's done, and they're able to see exactly what's going on when they see how it used to be and how it is now, and what they, whatever they want to do with it is up to them. But how many know we don't have any more poles left? You see that? There's no more poles? I was really getting, I was really getting the hang of that because I like to do, the, do that, but, you know, but really, we know we've been called by God to equip and empower every, everyone say every generation. Every generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's not for young people, it's not for middle-aged people, not for the older people. It's for everybody. The gospel, we, need, we are called to equip and, and uh, send out people from all over, the, all over the place, around from here to do the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if you see that in your bulletin, you see that we renovated our facilities. Part of it here is the sanctuary. The other part's going to be our youth complex. Other part, we want to build a lobby, and then we want to finish out in our children's area. We had it lined up one way, but God decided to change some things around it. But we're still on task to do that. Uh, and all our idea is to accommodate all generations and also add staff so we can reach better and we can build community better. And we're going to see what God did. Now, going through this is a year exactly for me since we launched this and we launched the commitment. One thing I'm learning, and I wrote this down I tend to think, especially when I'm walking by faith, I tend to think um, addition. And I don't realize when God's talking about, when he's thinking about things, and he's talking about expanding his kingdom, he thinks in way of multiplication. Now, the series we're going to kick off is a four-week series called Exponential. And we're going to unpack God's way of thinking. When we talk about the kingdom of God, because we said that a lot, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, what we're really saying is the God way of doing things, how God does things. Now, how God counts money is different than how I count money. His economy is completely different from my economy. His savings is a whole lot different than my savings. In fact, it will actually, it will actually offend you the way he wants us to live because it's not the way we're thinking. And his think he thinks in multiplication. But he also thinks a lot of different ways in the kingdom of God. And we're going to unpack the, one of the major themes of this series. We're going to talk about the power of a seed, a generational seed. Uh, we have people come together. This campaign is a generational seed for the next generation. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to go back to John chapter 12, verse 24. We've been in John 12 when we did Palm Sunday. And this is the part that Jesus was, le again, we said the people misunderstand Jesus' mission. But here, he's declaring some things. He's declaring a spiritual principle that we all need to catch if we're going to follow and we're going to follow and, work and um, serve God. Verse, chapter 12, verse 24. It says this, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies. It remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your principle. I thank you for your economy. And Father, I thank you that you're able to help us unpack your principles so we will give you glory in all areas of our lives. Not for our gain, but for your glory. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus, again, he's coming in on the triumph of entry. And he's laying down some things. 
But he's laying out a major principle that we see in the other Gospels that Mark's talking about the importance of the seed. But here's the important thing that really profounds our minds. He just said, a seed must fall into the earth and die. Now, what he's saying, is, I'm going to get the overall, it says, Jesus, as, just as a seed must die in order to give life, Jesus died and gave life to the world. How many agree that we're here because Jesus died and rose again from the grave? Now, here's the thing that defines our definition of life. Even Peter had a hard time with that. When Jesus said, I'm going to go to Jerusalem, I'm going to, they're going to kill me, and I'm going to raise up, and he got in front of Jesus. No, no, no one's going to kill you, God. And he told him this, and I tell you, what a rebuke. When Jesus rebukes you, you're rebuked. He says, get behind me, Satan. He called Peter Satan. He said, what are you doing? He says, I don't understand. I'm doing the right thing. He said, no, what's going on with you, Peter? You're thinking of the way of man. I'm thinking of the way of God. When we talk about the principle of seed and giving and, and giving our lives and how God wants to multiply things, he tells us we have to die, which can profound our me die to yourself, to your preference. And then when you die, you shall live. Now we're thinking the greater I, I, more education I have, the greater this, the greater that, more influential on this, this. But he says, no, unless you die. And you plant your life. Everything you do, you'll be alone. In fact, you won't even leave a legacy. Make sense? So I, I, I'm, I'm a um, I'm a born I'm a New Yorker. Plain simple. I wore my New York Giants shirt yesterday, and everybody asked me about the draft. I'm sorry. We will win the championship, and everyone will be wrong. But um, I know, I know. New stage, new talk. Amen. <laughs> I never lo- don't think I lost it. Anyway, I, I'm, a, I'm not a farmer, so I had to look this up about the seed of wheat, the wheat. Now it says, he's saying this in my language in John 24. Unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the ground, it remains what is a single kernel. Now unless it's planted, because that word fall into the ground, into the earth means planted, it just remains a single seed. Just single. There's nothing to it. You don't add nothing to it. It will die in your hands. That's what he's saying. But he says if it's planted, the greatest thing, it becomes not just a new plant, but many seeds. And he's talking about this principle of how God does arithmetic. Now, I didn't do well in that in algebra. In fact, I think algebra is not from God. So I decided, and I said, well, I figured if I get up in the class and tell the teacher, I don't want to do this any longer, she'll say, okay, we'll send you somewhere else and you could take a makeup class somewhere. So she sent me to accounting. <laughs> so I know a thing about counting. You plus up, you minus out. Whatever you plus up, you got to minus out. Well, the kingdom of God is this way. You have to minus out so God can plus up. Amen. You ever notice that? John had that secret. I must decrease, so he must what? But I got to decrease first. So you have to, you have, like he says, and it makes sense when he says, if you're a disciple of Christ, if you're a disciple of Christ, you must pick up your cross daily. Now, what does the cross represent? Death. Dead to your preferences, dead to your own ways, and pick up my way of doing things. Talent, treasure, Energy, 
compassion the way God does it. So whatever you do in his way will multiply. reason why I said that, I had to look it up again. It said this, 50 kernels are in one head of wheat that a seed produces. Now, if you have a pound of wheat, you have 17,000 kernels from one seed. Now, I feel like I'm an expert because I, I looked this on Wikipedia. <laughs> so I didn't believe Wikipedia, so I looked up in my, I looked up in my encyclopedia. Is the one that's still printed? Yeah, we still, yeah we're, oh, we still have those. <laughs> Praise God. All right? Britannica, Britannica. All right. So when you look at that, the way he has our lives, die to give life. But not only that, as I die and plant my life in his church, I produce not just seed for me, but seed for everybody. I produce not just my life, but life for others. The reason why I said that, I looked it up again. There's a live embryo that's already in a growing wheat seed of wheat. It's already alive. That breaks, it only breaks through the coating. It can break through the coating after two days when it's planted in moist soil. Moist soil. Jesus said, kingdom of God, I must die so we can bear much fruit. He gave his hands over to the Father according to the kingdom of God. When you sow into the kingdom of God, that's moist soil. If you hold on to it, it will die. Just, you know, if you have money, Hold on to it. And then you come into the church and like, no, give it. That defies my principle. But you don't understand on the other sin is the multiplication, which I'm realizing going through this campaign. So there's life in the seed. But it's not going li- to live sitting out in the open. My time, my talent, my treasure. God says, plant to grow. Don't plant, you die. You ever seen someone that's not connected? And, and they can't be excited about anything because they're not connected to anything. It's tough. Anyway, but you go through this, it's life. The moist soil that he's talking about is his church. Not the pastor. God has a mission. It's called the church. You give to his church. Not to me. I'm not touching that. To his church. You give to something moist because it's watered by the Holy Spirit. And he does what he does with it. And not just finances. Everything which we're going to talk about now. What I wrote down in this one point I have, you never underestimate what God may produce to a single seed planted in faith. You don't underestimate it. The reason why I'm going to share some things with you about some people 
who decide to plant their lives and plant their finances into the generation campaign. And we're going to see how God multiplies something. Now, it's not about the money. But he counts a lot different than we do. Everybody get that? And what's amazing is this. We had 68 people who decided to plant a seed into the Generations campaign. Now, let me give you, give you let me tell you exactly. We, when we ask folks, and we're going to ask you at the end of this service, to give, we do not want you to forfeit your tithe to give to the Generation campaign. If you're not a tither, that's where you need to start. And I want to encourage you that you need to start because you're playing with money that's not yours. The tithe is actually a return back to God. He said 10%. It's not mine. So if it's not mine, I don't want it in my house because it'll defile the house. That's, that's his, you know, and he said, now you have 90%, but I want to help you with that 90%. Put 10% in the bank so you can collect interest. Then you have 80% to live off of. But if you don't even do the one thing, your organ is going to struggle through the whole thing. And I see people struggle. I don't understand because you're not, you're not even on first base. But we don't want you to not tithe. And they were giving above their tithe to the Lord, above your 10%. And we're able to see some tangible results. Now, what we started doing when we started receiving the finances and we believe in God and we renovated our nursery that you saw on the, on, the, on the video, our sanctuary, amen? And then we upgrade our Wi-Fi. Now, our Wi-Fi, believe it or not now, because everyone used to ask, do we have a, do we have a, um, a guest part for the Wi-Fi? A guest Wi-Fi? Yes, we do. Woo! Called GPS Guest. I'm not going to tell you where it's at, but it's here. <laughs> and then we can communicate better. We're going to use that to do some things. We upgraded that. And then when we were doing all the physical things, God was doing something amazing how he does in his kingdom. He started really multiplying our reach and our community. Because one thing we other did, we hired two new staff members that we said we wanted to do in your bulletin there. And we had a Pastor John as associate pastor. Amazing. John Miller. Where's John Miller? Yeah. Now, y'all remember, that's John. I'm rich. Okay? That's just an inside joke. All right. And then full-time. Then we hired Becky De Los Santos, our administrator, part-time. Where's Woo! Becky at? Now, Becky does more than part-time than she does full-time. And that's to help me remember what I'm always forgetting. Everything. So... That was amazing. But while we were doing that, God was actually counting his way. We realize some things we experience every, about every week. One of the things from April 2018 when we started to April 2019 where we are today, we had 13 people make decisions for Jesus. A seed that was in the ground, those who got born again are going to share it with the gospel to other people. Multiplication. We didn't just stop. God didn't stop there. We have 42 baptisms. 
we have 42 members decide I'm going to place my life here in the church. We had 23 next step, pe next step track people completions, 23 people. Decide I'm going to be a leader now, a future leader in the house of God. All this when we start the campaign. Now, we count one way. God counts a whole different way. Now, here's the other thing. is We have 18 discipleship groups. Now, when we started this, we only had six. Not even six, maybe three. And two what you didn't want to talk about. <laughs> and in those, our discipleship groups, which I'm really excited about building community because it multiplied our community, we have 104 people in those groups. <laughs> Reaching people and building community. And one thing, he, he also he, um, extended our reach. Our reach locally, but also our reach globally. From April 2018 to 2019, we went on four mission trips. One to Baja, Mexico. Second one to Kathmandu, Nepal. Johannesburg, South Africa in August. And Belfast, North Ireland in March 2019. Now, I didn't move up to March. In March, we took trip, uh, two trips, one to L.A. and another one to Africa. So we've been to Africa twice within a matter of a year and two months. Where did that money come from? When all you have is a passport, $25, and a, and a Bible. God multiplied it. While we were raising, asking God to do amazing things, this is what we really count. This is why we count. But he also raised our community level. It's amazing. I want to give a huge thank you. If no one, you don't think some of you haven't met them, Ben and Monique Brown. They were our original campaign managers. And God, it's amazing. They started us off, guys going, and God said, watch this. He has an assignment to Alabama. So I told the military, I'm not paying. I'm just, I was upset. And then God says, it's not about the quantity, Rich. It's about the quality. And they can do it from there. And they've been doing it from there. Pastor Greg Rochelle, if you know him from Life Church, um, I was, uh, Lord spoke to him to speak to me through Twitter. I was having a, hard, a little rough time just with my faith a little bit here and there. And you need, you know, and he was, he reached out to me. And he spoke some words. He spoke a prophecy over our church, spoke a word over me, and gave me energy to continue going on. It's amazing. Other thing is 10-9 Design. If you know 10-9 Design, they did all our graphics, all those signs, all those things. Those guys were amazing. They, their church, they know about the church. They, put all, they did our shirts, which we're going to get more shirts made. They were an amazing partnership that we have with them. You saw one of the guys in the picture. 10-9 Design is an amazing company, and they give us the right. They do, they do a high-end quality work. It's not a commercial. It's just the truth because they do it for the kingdom of God. Second thing is I really want to um, I want to have for Tim and Pamela Smith. How many know Tim and Pamela Smith over there in our area here, our, our event center? When you rent an event center for three whole weeks, you got to remember this, that it costs. They let us use it for free. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Next thing we had was... Um, 
Scott Colley from RHS Construction, our general contractor. He's been working with us and taking us every step of the way, having patience with us as we redesigned and redesigned. And he was here yesterday looking around and helping us out, getting some things done. He's our contractor as we go forward. But he's been amazing. RJS Construction has been amazing. We've been praying for them, and it's a perfect fit. It's nothing like having a construction project and you still love your contractor. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. It's amazing. And they do amazing work, and he's, they're still coming back to do some more stuff. Other thing is, is Diana Gonzalez here? Where's Diana? Diana, stand up. You and your husband, stand up. Where are you? Don't going to embarrass you. Diamondback painting. Come on, somebody. Diamondback painting. We're over here meeting, and we we're going to build this great project of us to paint the building. And I was getting nervous. I said, we go, us is going to do this? This is us? And um, she stepped up and said, hey, my company wants to give back to our community. And they did. Free. Thank you. I was here. They had the kids run around doing stuff. It was amazing. But a new relationship was formed through the campaign. Ooh. I'm only halfway done. Okay. Han Simmons. They let no one in. And through the a relationship with Dr. Kelvin Kelly. They gave us this spot for three weeks. They let no one in. I always said if fog, favor of God. On it, yeah. And I wrote this down. I had to repent from this. You never measure God's unlimited power by your limited expectations. Never measure God's unlimited power by your limited expectations. When I limit myself, I limit God. When I, my faith is limited, I limit what he wants to do. Jesus was so amazed at one thing. He, ever see, he was so amazed at the people's unbelief. He's never seen nothing like that. When, you have limitation, when your expectations are low, you limit God and what he wants to do because he has an unlimited power. And it's not about the finances. It's all about his glory. People getting saved, people getting baptized, people getting connected. All because we said, I do. To do things way beyond our capability. And um, it's amazing. I'm going to give you some numbers. These are current numbers of our generation campaign. We received $43,122.79. We pledged that with, this is 68 people, pledged 105,541.52. Our goal is 200,000. We spent 49,422.02. Sanctuary, nursery, small equipment, Wi-Fi to extend our reach and our in our community. What was amazing about that, 
is only 68 people who decide to plant their lives and their seed in the ground. See, it's hard to live life unplugged. And one thing I realized, I think as my grandmother told me a long time ago, when it comes to funerals, no one remembers a getter. Everyone remembers a giver. In God's kingdom, so much racks our lifestyle in, in a good way, just takes us from one direct, just really it's, it's counterculture when we say, hey, you want to you be blessed, give. I have nothing. That's the point. He's your everything. And when you do that, and Jesus was saying, I laid down my life so you may have life. And now the life you live is a life of thank you for laying down my life. Now I want you to lay down your life so people down the street has life. People on the campus has life. Our community has life. Dyess Air Force Base has life. All when we lay down our lives. Remember I talked the trick about sitting on the throne and coming off the throne. But it's an amazing thing when you look at it. When we're generous with our time, energy, money, and talents, what I really love about it, God will cause them to affect more people than we can ever imagine. What we did and what we're doing is going to affect more people than we can ever imagine. And that's the goal, not the financial goal, the spiritual goal of it. And we all have a hand in it going to celebrate with a song because all I remember how good how many know good, how good God is people say why, why do you get so emotional because I watch a college student with no money pledge five dollars a month expecting God to do great things for him <laughs> no money at all they believe in God for lives to be changed and transformed. How many can say God's been good to me? Let's all stand. We're going to celebrate, then we're going to come back and do something spectacular. How many say God's good, been good to me? And that's what I shared this morning, the very goodness of God in our lives. He's been very good to Grace Point Church. He continues to be good to Grace Point Church. He's always going to be good because he always does good. Come on, somebody. He's amazing. He's always good. And I'm so excited, so excited that I get to live my life, plant my life with some amazing people that I watch grow up among us and going to surpass us. And that's my, that's my life. And I love my life. It's not about the money. It's about the riches of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. People getting saved. Say, God, do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Give me 42 more, 52 more, so we can plug them into the kingdom of God. Right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. I got to get off before I don't shut up.